episode number 170 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, the only thing I can see today is your your name, Tom Bryan. That's all I can see today, sadly. Um, we've, we've been having a little bit of connectivity issues today. I'll tell you what, maybe it's for the best. You know, I'm, I'm not sure how... how uh, I do, I am. Yeah, ID thank you, you very much, Kyle. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, I, I'm well aware I've got a face for radio exactly. or podcasting. And yeah, this I think this is the first time since one of the early days that we've... that Well, certainly I'm just audio today, which is a bit bizarre. <laughs> um, but anyway, regardless, it's only ever audio for the listeners. Although Kyle and I we were talking before about maybe the, of doing a... Recording it as a video so that anyone oh. who happens to want to watch it on YouTube can exactly. we, you we know, might consider I, that at a different stage. I think I think you know the listeners are uh, uh, you know they're, they're they're I can't even speak today, folks. Eh? <laughs> they're calling out our, our faces on YouTube. So one day, folks, we'll give you a little uh, live exclusive, like we used to back in the old days when we did our live recording. Exactly, and maybe those will come. Maybe those will come back. But it is better when we've got a guest and you can actually see some people who have faces for video. <laughs> On it, but anyway, regardless, we've got a, a good show this week. Having been having skipped a week last week because Kyle was in the magical kingdom of, of oh. Euro Disney last week, so we'll hear his debrief from a running perspective of that. He's also been in race action, which was news to me until I saw Strava on Saturday. So Kyle's yeah, going to give us that, the update on his D33, and we've got other race results. So let's let's kick off then, Kyle, with I almost called you Carl. What the hell's going on Carl. with Kyle? How was how was Disney and how, and did you get any what running did you get in while you were there apart from the runaway train <laughs> the runaway train hey look at that great segue so I suppose you know it was uh it was it was a bit it wasn't I wouldn't even call it a taper but um I had a decent week the week before uh got a couple of long runs in since we last spoke um and then yeah it was Disneyland Paris on on the Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, so it was a lot of walking. I tell you, the amount of walking you do in these parks, holy moly! Uh, uh, you know, Logan, my wee one, he, my, my oldest wee one, he, uh, he must have done about six, seven miles of walking, uh, and he was, you know, he was bouncing around like just so excited. You know, he's two and a half years old. You know, getting to see Mickey Mouse, the real Mickey Mouse. Let's let's say, uh, and Goofy as well, and and. I called, I called, you know, the, what's her name? Uh, not Nancy, the one in Toy Story. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm all out here. I'm, I... <laughs> I thought her, I thought her name was Nancy. It's not Nancy. Um, anyway, I'm sure the listeners, but I, I kept calling her Nancy. She Minnie? Gets, who? Who are you talking about? Minnie Mouse? No, no, not Minnie. You know, the Toy Story lassie, what's her name? The one who, oh, what's her name? This is, this is terrible. I mean, I mean, I, I like Toy Story, but once you go bu- beyond Buzz and Woody, I'm I'm out. <laughs> Mrs. Potato Head, the mum, no, was... Andy's mum, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, not Nancy. Oh, Jesse, oh. cowboy, cowgirl, oh, Jesse. Go on, go on, Logan, go on, go and get a cuddle from Nancy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Jesse, it was brilliant. The, the rides were great. Um, not much has changed since since uh, I was last year. I've got to say. There's a few new rides and things like that, but it was good. You know, we're, Logan's at that age where you can you can kind of you know understand and experience the characters that he watches on TV and uh, and plays with in terms of his toys and stuff. So it was it was really good. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, for my, I kind of. Did you run school. while you were there? Oh, I did a wee bit of running. I, like, what was it? Up I and down the main street, Disney Main Street, yeah, yeah. in the park. Um, first, before before we went to the parks, a half an hour, squeezing a wee run on the. And Tuesday, in fact, on Tuesday morning, I noticed you put up a cheeky wee comment. I must, did you? Or maybe you didn't. Did you? Anyway, uh, I got, we we left uh, Afford at like, um, it was four in the morning, no, five in the morning. So we got up at four in the morning and I jumped on the treadmill for Yeah, five. that's what I commented on. I was bloody impressed by that. Because we, <laughs> yeah, like that's an early doors bedwetter uh, <laughs> run effort. <isn't> <laughs> uh, aye, that was, that was quite, br- that was brutal. Um, but yeah, I got, I got it done. And then uh, the, the idea really was just to, just do some easy running. Wednesday morning, I did a bit of a kind of 45 to 50 minute steady run, uh, like not even marathon pace, just six minute miling. Um, and then on the, the Thursday, it was just another, yeah, just an easy run. And uh, Friday got back. And then I was like, Friday, and I was like, traveling back uh, from Edinburgh, that's where we left. And I was like, ah, oh, I've got a long run to do this weekend. And then I was like, D33, hold on. Let me let me get my you know speak to my my uh, work your network my network there and I, I got Rod and one of the race organizers Rod Wallace said there was a space there for me and uh, boy oh boy did I I take that golden ticket and and off I went <laughs> jumped into the race without any real um, you know real purpose uh, other than just to get a long running and and just to enjoy running with other people and and get a little bit of a race kind of experience from an ultra perspective as well. And, and, and I've got to say, you know, there's nothing, I, I wasn't dreading it, but you get to a point in training where you're, you've got a big long run to do. And, you know, these big long runs are like what 50 K of running by yourself. It's, it can be a bit of a, you know, it can kind of get to you a little bit. Uh, so I was like D33 is on, it's fairly flat. It's along the railway line. Uh, it's an out and back. It's, and it's, you know, I've got the opportunity to to kind of run with other people and to do, a, you know, to race a little bit too, which was kind of half the plan. So, uh, yeah, there they you go. So I ended up, started the race, you know, and your man, uh, Robbie Simpson was running. So uh, Commonwealth bronze medalist in the marathons. And, you know, he's he's running really, really well at the moment, uh, as, I, as I could kind of tell by his, you know, his recent half marathon and, his pedigree over the the kind of shorter ultra distances. So there was no way in heck I was running with him at the start. That's for mm-hmm. sure, Tom. Uh, you know, someone who starts off at 5.45 per mile for the first, <laughs> for the first mile, I think it could even be a little bit faster than that. I was like, nah, I'm fine. I'll leave, I'll leave Robbie to, to crack on. So he just took off. Uh, and then um, I was running with Grant Jeans and the, the second place guy, over uh, he, he was in second was Alan Hilly from Newcastle who's got a decent pedigree in running so he was up using that as a training run and using the winter to get faster legs uh, so yeah so you know I, I had a little bit of a ding dong with with the boy Alan um, I started off quite conservatively I started off about sort of 6 10 6 12 per mile um, and I got halfway I caught up with the Alan guy and I pushed on a little bit and I was uh, I was feeling quite good. And it was it was a hoover of a day though, Tom. The well, first yeah. like I mean I wasn't I wouldn't call it brutal. Well, in fact, 
verging on the word brutal. Uh, there was brutal. a bit of a side side. There was a bit of a side wind. There wasn't really much of a, a headwind. It felt a bit head windy at some points, but the rain just made my legs all numb. And I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty, but oh my my bads, holy moly! I wish huh. I would. I really do. I what shorts I, did you have on? I had my tight running shorts. Really? Oh, I bet yeah, I tell yeah, you. That's not a good review for the old, uh, the gusset of the tight running shorts. It's giving you some yeah, ball well, chaffage. Well, well, I mean, I could have put on some, some bottom rub butter on it, uh, you know, between mm, the kind of, that, that, you know, that kind of dark area. I would have thought for, uh, for ultra runners, you know, lubing up beforehand would be fairly standard practice on the Well, I do. That's the, the thing. I usually do lube up, and I lubed up between my legs. Um, I lubed yeah. up where my Markster's are, my armpits. Got them all lubed up. But the rain just, like, thrashed. Ah, right, okay. It just, thr- it just thrashed my gusset uh, until, it was, until it was just, you know, ringing. Uh, it was just completely soaked, and, you know, there's nothing worse than... There is nothing worse than running in wet kit cold. for hours. It wasn't even it was even warm rain, you know. It was and it didn't even warm up. It was just cold, uh, rubbing friction was just it was I mean, I finished the race and 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 all I could think about was how sore they were. And I'm like okay. literally walking. That must have been a painful shower, was it? It was a painful shower. Uh it was a painful bath as well. But I, I also I wore my um I wore my alpha, not what they're called. Oh, alphas. Not the alphas. What's the other ones? Uh, uh, vapor for next percents. Next percents. I wore next. them in there. And I'm glad I did because my right Achilles has got it's got a huge blister on it. It was bleeding like um oh dear. shoes just red. Um you know just where the heel cup is. It's just that it must just be too tight that it's just rubbing against my Achilles. And so I'm 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 a little bit in a, I'm, a, I'm a, no, not really. I'm in a little are bit those, of a pickle. Are those the same next percent that you wore at the ACP last year? Ah, yeah, same ones, yeah. Same yeah. ones, interesting. You, you've never had an issue in them before, have you? I think I might have had a little bit of an issue last time, but hmm. I can't remember. Um, but it, it did get me thinking, like, oh, what am I going to, if that's affecting my Achilles, am I running differently? Because, you know, I mean, because I, I was in a hoo of a lot of pain for a while and it kind of just eased off after a while. You, these things do they tend to anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what to, you know, I need to have a, a wee, a wee think of what, what my choice of footwear is going to be in, in two and a half weeks for the, the Anglo-Celtic plate. But anyway, I'll finish off my story. So as I said, it was a, it was a hoot of a day. Um, it did warm up a little bit, uh, got halfway and I was running with the boy Alan Hilly and, you know, he, he, I kind of got the sense that he was maybe just fading a little bit. I had I didn't know anything about him. Um, although we were chatting, like I was just asking him where he's from and all that kind of stuff while you're running. Because when you're doing an ultra, you don't really, you know, you're not really at Rio two max, are you? You're not really breathing heavily because you got a long, long way to go. Uh, but he um aye, so I thought I'd push on a little bit and see what happens. And so I pushed on and I did a couple of like, you know, six flat, sub six minute miles and 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 I got a bit of a I got a wee bit of a gap and I thought oh, I've got this, <laughs> so I pushed on a little bit and then I was like he's still behind me, and I thought oh for God's sake, so I tried to push on again and he was still there. I thought ah, oh. so I uh, I I just thought you know what if I can't beat him we'll join him, so I we just you know hell I just stuck with him for a bit and he stuck with me and then 
um, it, it was just like that for the last until we got to about marathon around about the marathon distance. Uh, so I think I've got I got through the marathon distance about two forty, I think it was, which was yeah, it was I was pretty happy with that. Um, and then the last, I kind of started feeling like I was going a little bit backwards from then, and uh, I think I just paid. It just it just it didn't pay off. It didn't pay off. Um, I kind of paid the price by doing those little stupid wee surges. You know, I wouldn't oh, even okay. surges. I was just calling them a little bit of a injection of pace which is probably unnecessary when it comes to doing something like that. Um, but really, it was just a bit of fun. And, uh, and uh, you know, I got, Robbie was miles ahead. Uh, he got a fantastic time, 3.13. I think he was averaging 5.48 per mile for, you know, and a lot of this is the, it was on trail as well, you know, not all trail, but it's quite runnable, but it was a uh, raining. It was the one thing I found, well, I fell over as well, I fell over when you're going down there. When you get onto the trail, if you're going from Aberdeen to Bankery, a mile, a mile into the trail, you take a right and there's a hill. You climb. Oh yeah, I know you. I was running down that on the way back, and I slipped and bashed my knee a wee bit. But I kind of just lay there and I thought, "This is what am I doing this for? (laughs) (laughs) Why am I running for thirty-three miles? Good effort continuing. Well, you would have been doing that anyway. Imagine." Would exactly. it have been worse doing it not in a race? You know what? That's that's why I was so thankful that I, you know, got the opportunity to do the race because I don't know if I would have, I don't know how long I would have lasted out there if, if I was, um, you know, doing it on my own. Uh, and I know it's only three weeks out, and I'm sure I would have managed to do it, but I would have probably been miserable as hell. Yeah. But but anyway, like yeah, the that was another issue I had with the shoes. It was they were so slippy in there. You know, on on the on the trails, um, and there wasn't it wasn't that bad the trails, but they were just a little bit, you know, a little bit kind of uh, concerning to be to be running on. So I was a little bit cautious in terms of like, oh, where's my feet going to go in this? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like yeah, I, I kind of I was overall, uh, you know, looking uh, looking back now, I'm actually really happy with my run um and quite confident in the next you know coming up to the the acp now and which basically if anyone hasn't just tuning in i've been picked for the the scottish team for the 100k again uh which is exciting and it's in perth and uh yeah i'm i think i'm in i'm in a decent shape uh to be in in you know i'm not going to be running the pace i was running at the the d33 because it's you know it's double the distance almost, so I'll be mm-hmm. going a, a hell of a lot slower than than I was uh, to, uh, uh, on Saturday. So yeah, I think I feel okay today. I went out for a seven miler, and my legs are a little bit. You've got that kind of ultra soreness, but nothing that I'm not I'm hugely worried about or concerned about. Uh, so yeah, no. But anyway, finishing off the the event, um, got got a third place. Alan Hilly was just ahead of me minute and a half I think it was uh, and Robbie was about 12 minutes ahead <laughs> uh, in, a, in a 52 53k race so yeah great great run from Robbie and it'll be exciting to see what he's going to be doing in the, have you, in the upcoming I've got a question to ask you have you have you done D33 before no I haven't that, oh, right. no, that, I was wondering that over the weekend when I, when I was when I was yeah. asking you I meant to yeah. ask you 
have you done it before? Because I was interested in if you'd run what sort of time you'd run before. So three twenty-seven. Yeah. That's uh, that's good going. You must. How are you feeling about that? Bear in mind, you've not been training for that distance. I think. I mean, I think if I was um, if I was to to kind of train specifically for that, I would have been quite disappointed with that time. Um, yeah. But you're training for double the distance. That's what fifty-three k. And also, like, I was in Disneyland Paris, like, in the day before, basically, just deciding to rock up and, and do it, you know, as a, as a long run. But, you know, I'm not going to make it. There's no excuses. I mean, I've got no reason to make excuses, but it was... But you, uh, will, but you will anyway. <laughs> That's, how exactly. That's how runners work, isn't it? There's always an excuse out there. There's always something you can do better, isn't it? Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, but nah, like, uh, yeah, I'm really happy with how it went, Uh and, it's good to. I think it's good to. To. I mean, that's one of the things I miss the most about being away is that racing locally. I was saying to Fiona last week. Actually, I was like, I was. We obviously you know we didn't TRS last week, and I was like, I feel disconnected from the Scottish running community at the moment. Um, I feel like I'm not following the results. I'm not like like on the weekend on Sunday afternoon. Fiona said that was the the Inverness half on Saturday yeah, this morning. I'm just like I've I've totally lost track of what's happening, which is which is a. It's just because. You, you think it's easy to do when you when you're online. You can follow, but it's surprising how you get out of the habit. Um, and it's only for TRS. I'm really following up, so I miss that. I think it's cool for you just to rock up and give back to a race by participating. You'll have you got a good run, a good solid training one out of it. So no, I think I think it's cool you've done it. Oh, oh thank you. Yeah, no, it was it was good, and I've got to say a huge kudos to the the race organisers for just you know making making the race. A fantastic race you know it was uh obviously andrew andrew gordon rod wallace and um and co and and you know both awesome guys uh the, the race was well organized from the start to the finish and uh yeah yeah it was brilliant it was it was you know you got i got a wee beer out of it i got a remember the remember the medals they had you know the oh yeah it was like a, a train ticket yeah so i got that again and i got a wee cool. i got a big train ticket i got like a chopping board kind of for, for second place it was it was quite cool um, I remember a couple of years ago a pal of mine uh shout out i don't know if he still listens or not uh jordy he jordy, ran uh, jordy de bauer yeah jordy yeah uh, he's a great lad he used to work with jordy. Yeah, I'm, awesome, I'm, I think. I i'm think. open to meet up with jordy in the next couple of months actually for a bit of cycling in, in north uh north northeast of france but anyway he's um he did it a couple of years ago and i remember it like pretty much brought down the curtain for the start for the normal times and kicked in the start of covid and i remember it was like we just demobbed from the office just that week, I think. Um, and it was like touch and go whether he was going to do it, whether the race would happen in 2020. I remember he did the race. I went down and watched it. I uh, saw him come through, which was cool. Went for a beer in the evening. Yeah. And that yeah. was the last, like, the last, like, in-pub pint I had for about a year and a half, actually. Oh, really? It was uh, until, well, maybe not a year and a half, maybe, till at least the summer. Um, I'm exaggerating a bit there. But, yeah, that was, uh, it's good to see D33 back. And hopefully that's really heralding in the return of normal times oh absolutely i said the kyle stuff just before we came on today what marked my first day in the office since i came to paris without wearing a mask <laughs> which is one year and five months that's crazy oh uh, yeah yeah but no no it's um i it was good in terms of the local scene it's it's it was great to catch up with runners again and and almost be another side of a you know a, a race that as a race director, organising ultras, uh, being on the other side as a competitor as well, it gives me a, a good flavour as to how to run a successful uh, ultra event as well. So, um, oh, it was good. 
It was good. So what about you, Tommy? What's, uh, you know, what's, how's things with you? What's going on with me? Well, do you know, you? I, as usual, listeners, after all these great positive chats, someone needs to bring it back down to earth. So, <laughs> so I, I was, I was ready, right? Last week, if we'd recorded last week, I felt great. I did a first solid week. I ran a, a park run and I went, I gave it, I get flat out. Like I get, yeah. I, this was not messing around. I've done, I'd always said to myself, I'm going to take the start of the year, get my knee fixed, ease back in, do this. Anyway, did the part on last Saturday before last. And I ran, I went out thinking if I can go like low, maybe like 17, 15, that, that's not a bad place to be given. I've not done a huge amount of training, blah, 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 usual excuses. Anyway, got going. And I realized I was thinking I was sitting on pace at like three, just under three twenty-five a K felt great. I thought oh, I can nice. run sub 17 here. I can go under yeah. 17, which is a great, I'd be delighted with that. Anyway, long story short, um, 1703. Uh, oh. you know, one of those things though, my splits were bang on the money, but as always, you you under it if you go on your watch, you forget that quite often your watch is out, and you end up with like my watch beat for 5k about 100 meters before the line. Obviously, it's an error on the watch, I know that, but I didn't allow for that in my split, so I was a wee bit a wee bit out. And I and also I gave it everything in the last case, so there's that's where I'm at. Um, but anyway, last week I got taken down by a bloody cold, which was oh, annoying, no. and like again, it, you know. Just uh, part and parcel of life, but it was just annoying that I had a couple of days where I was really under the weather, and it just knocks your training out. And I broke my rhythm a wee bit, so I'm a wee bit frustrated. I, I can't seem to string together two or three weeks in a row. But um, I got long, long run on Sunday, longest run I've done since November. Um, not particularly long, just under 13 miles. But I'm, I'm really wanting to build back up. So I've got this coming Saturday is the fully do. Aubergineville, which is a 10k just outside of France. Now, listeners will remember, I went, I want to run the French 10k champs. Uh, I thought it was going to be more straightforward than it is. It's in April, 10th of April, and you need to qualify, which I think is a great thing. Yeah. To qualify, you obviously the qualification window closes on this Sunday, which is when the 10k I'm doing is. Fortunately, um, you also need to run a, a specific races that in your region that are. Um, that are ranked or, or certified for qualification. So this one is is a pretty decent local race because it's two laps. It's apparently it's quite flat and fast, so no, yeah. no excuses on the course. Um, and it's also a qualification course, um, which also means it will draw quite a big field. So again, no 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 uh, issues there. Now they asked for proof that I can run uh, sub thirty four. So having not run a ten k in about three or four years i sent them a copy of my 20k which is 107 and something which shows i've run sub 34 back to back so yeah they've accepted that which is great okay. i'm in the wow. i'm in the front pen which is good yeah. for the, the race on saturday now this is where it comes to objectives to qualify for the french champs you need to as a senior male you need to run sub 34 15 okay I've just run a 17-minute park run, so that's probably not going to happen. I do, I do think when I strap on a pair of uh, Metaspeeds, a bit, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that will help me a bit. It'll be more of a race. It was a solo park run, blah blah blah, all that usual excuses. However, I've also think I've got. I want to run an honest time, but I've also got the wild card. I've just realised over the weekend that I'm over 35, which in France qualified. I'm in the M0 category, which. Masters zero. The qualification no. time is 35. 
So I can all I can I can qualify for this 10k champs as a master if I go under 35 minutes. Oh yes. So I mean it should I should run that. There should be really? no qualms about running I mean, that, hopefully. Let's let's touch wood, but yeah, you I should mean, be able to run that. And I mean what's uh What's the course like? Is it fast? Is it? It's two laps. Um, like they all seem to be here. It's 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 laps. So they've it's, they've shut. It's this wee town. I'd say it's about half an hour outside of Paris, and it's you kind of start at this track, outside the track. You run down the street, then from and you join the loop. You do two, what must be about four and a half k ish loops. Then you run back up to the track after the second one and finish on the track, which is cool. Um, now, because it's last chance saloon, you know, literally you have to run on Sunday. And because of COVID last year, a lot of people are looking for a time. And if I look at the team Limeland, the WhatsApp has been a little bit on fire. Who's doing it? Because the club are looking to put a team in the 10K champs. I think there's only two people who've got a 10K time on paper because they won't accept anything else. And even the likes of Momo and these guys who are, you know, running a 226 marathon, unless you've got the 10K on paper, you're not entered. So there's about... I think there's about 12 of us running and there's there's a few of the boys I used to train with who I think will run low 32s. Um, there's a couple of guys around me. I mean, I think I'm going to be, I'm going to be keeping up the rear, but I think I'm going to go, I don't, I'm going to do a session tomorrow uh, just to try and get a feel for pace, but I think I'm going to try and shoot for the 34, 15. I like it. You know, I, I, I think you should, because I mean, you know, if you can go for that, you've you've all you've got that buffer too of the sub thirty five. But I mean, exactly you do that in your sleep. That's what you're. I mean, that's what you were doing for your marathon. You I, I mean, I would think so. I mean, again, yeah. I'm someone. I'm one of these people who cry, who 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 calls out potential PBs. I don't really pretend. I know my PBs are my PBs, but I do think my ten k is soft. And I think like I've never had yeah. a. So I, even though my I got this, what my thirty three twenty PB. I mean, again, I think I've never really run a 10K when fit, fit. Um, and I th- so I think even though I'm not in great shape, I still think running low 34s is not outrageous. And, and then, as you say, it's going to be, it's a 10K. So anyway, that's the plan. Throw on some tartan shorts, throw on a race vest. Yes. Throw on a pair of Metaspeed skies and, and we'll see what happens. But I'm, oh, I'm, I'm Metaspeeds? Oh, yeah, of course. What First you... time I've worn them since the 20K. So yeah, they've in... only PB'd. <laughs> do you find them better than the than the next percent then? yeah i do they work really work for me I, I like them um they've got quite a wide base and i've got a weird um foot strike so that that's it works quite well for me I, I land kind of on the edge of my foot and the next percent i find it a little bit unstable on the the forefoot for me because i'm quite a four-footed runner um so anyway that so that is the plan um so i'll run that this sunday if i get the time then that shapes me up for the 20th sorry the april 10th which is the french champs up in boulogne sur mer which is just next to calais so uh yeah that's that's my racing shaping up for the next month and after that as i said i've got an entry for the fast 5000 so having done my two months of park run which is also coincided with me getting up to 78 park runs which is i'm I'm clawing my way up towards that 100 um i uh yeah yeah, how many has father brian done He's done 70. I've done 78. He's done 77, I think. Oh, so the race on. But you know, I, I need to get I need to get back to club training. So I think I'm gonna uh I think I might be taking a bow and letting him crack on with the climbers. <laughs> I get back to I need to get back to the, the club on a, on a Saturday and ideally on a Wednesday. So 
so yeah, that's where that's where I'm at. I mean, I like it. And yeah, what about you know what about niggles, what aches, pains? How's how's the old? Uh, uh, how's the old uh, the knees, the knees holding up. Touch wood. I mean, it, it, occasionally I get a little bit of an, an issue with it. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not really pressed it. I mean, I did 80k two weeks ago, which was biggest week in three months, which is only 50 miles. I'm not exactly breaking any mileage records. This last week because of the cold and stuff, I did a bit less. I'm not sure what I did, but I'm not really. I'm not doing a huge amount. Um, as I say, I would like to. I'm going to start staging up now into more sessions and, and longer runs I, i'm someone you know you know what works for you and i know yeah. that i need longer runs um hour and a half hour and three quarters at least so i'm i'm getting back into there but um it's just good to have a race on the calendar and you know that's one frustration i've had it's partly because of covid partly because of injury i've not really raced as much as i, I thought i would the idea of coming out to france and being on the racing circuit was really quite exciting and i've not really yeah. done that so i'm quite keen i'm looking forward to getting out um this weekend and also Fiona has got a, a place at the 10k champs having she qualified on that one she won at she won in November so I she wasn't that fussed about doing it uh, she had a few niggles and stuff recently so yeah. I I was um but I think if we go if I get a spot for it we'll probably go up and she might just jog around it just to just to just to run it so ah oh, that would be good are we are we day trip out then yeah Exactly. What I think it's it's actually this is it'll be a weekend away, mate. The ten k champs is at half past eight p.m. on a Saturday night. Really? Round uh-huh. the around the town. Pretty sweet. It's like the Paris version of the night of the ten k. So it'll be. I mean, it's because you've got to qualify for it, and you look at the field, and it's like, I mean, I think it's a respected thing. The the ten k champs, same as the like any of the champs. So I think a lot of the the decent names will get out there. Maybe I may even get to meet Jimmy Gressier. Oh, look at that. That'd be, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be quite cool. So anyway, that's we'll see. Let's get this, hopefully this Saturday, this Sunday, I can pull something out of the bag first. How's Momo doing? So I, I wasn't at the track. I haven't been at the track in a while, actually, but the WhatsApp group was all exploding last week because poor Momo, someone, he was running on the track and someone cut him up and knocked him over. Oh, no. So he fell. Yeah, I, think he's, uh, time... I think he hurt himself. Oh, for God's sake. The last time we heard, he, he had COVID. I know, he's had a bit of a rotten year. Anyway, the WhatsApp group exploded, like, who the hell is this guy? Poor track etiquette. It turns out it was some guy who'd come along for the first time. There's no <laughs> way he's going to be allowed back. You t- if you take down anyone at the club, make sure it's not the crown oh, jewel, oh, not the, the patron of the club. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, be, I'm looking for. I'm I'm really starting to miss not training with the club, actually, so yeah. I'll get back into that. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at. Oh, I like it. I like it. Well, well, good luck. And yeah, let us know how you're getting on and where, you know, is, is it easy to, is there tracking or is there? I, I know, doubt there's tracking, it, um, but it's called the, it's called La Foulée, uh, let me, I can never pronounce the name, La Foulée d'Aubergenville. Oh. Uh, and you know what oh. I love about the categories in fans, right? So the, the junior race for the boys is called... Um, Le, it, it just described as so Depart like the start Depart pour les, ben, les Benjamin the Benjamins which is the little boys and the Minimes which I assume is the mm-hmm. little, like the fees the little girls um, oh okay so that's quite funny and then you've got the there must be even junior race because it says Depart Poussins et Poussins which I don't actually know what that means <laughs> there's two categories of child that they have over here um, anyway bad. Yeah, oh, that'd be. It looks like it. Yeah, but anyway, if you can share us the the link, then we can. I don't think there's. Tra- I'm not on their website now. I don't think there's tracking, but I believe. Yeah. Uh, 
it's actually the town it's in is right next to the Renault headquarters. So there's a, a quite near it. So the stadium that we where do you get a free car? Well, it's called uh, Stad Alam. Oh no, sorry, it's on Boulevard Renault, and it's the Stad Alam Mimun. So uh, we'll see. Interesting. Brilliant. Well, there yeah, sounds sounds a great, great exact, great event, and good luck for it. And let's uh, well, let's kind of stick with events, stick with races, and let's rewind a little bit. We've we've got a couple of races that we want to mention and terms of results but I, let's well i'll just finish off the d33 runs well yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so robbie robbie simpson or fat simpson 31352 uh and second place was alan hilly 32653 and third place <clears throat> was uh yours truly kyle greg from tartan running shorts and met Aberdeen 32844 there you go. And then your woman, you had um, Charlotte Black was the first female and also first veteran too in 424, Shetland Amateur Athletics Club and also the the winner of the Murray Coastal Trail 50 from last year as well. So well done to, Very good. to Charlotte. Uh, and your second female was, if I can find it, Samantha Rendell from Deeside Runners in 443, and your third place was Nicola Dawson, uh, second veteran as well, uh, from our Arbrofin District Athletics Club. So, sorry, oh, that's, that's that's not true. Uh, she she that was the wrong club. So no, Nicola, I don't think you run for a club, do you? No, she does have a club. No, no. Anyway, that's your that is your your winners of your podium runners for the D thirty three. Very uh, good. Well, we also had on the north, uh, staying up north, uh, it was the Inverness Half, which is always a uh, a great fixture on the road racing calendar, not only in the, in the north of Scotland, but in the generally in the Scottish calendar, a really good pre-marathon tune-up. Uh, having said that, it was someone coming down from a marathon after a recent marathon who won it. It was a win for Sean Chalmers, Inverness Harriers, um, in 106.16, Second place behind Sean was Peter Avent, Shettleston Hires in 106.21. And third place was Fraser Stewart, Campus Lang in 106.40. So I imagine those three had a bit of a, a ding dong, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Really cool to see a few of the names, I mean, well known guys we know well on the, on the results Kenny Wilson, 106.48, Dougie Selman in at sixth, 107.12. Um, James, uh, I saw our man, where is he? James Waldy. Perth Road Runners Active Route 111.39, which is cool. Uh, so that was that's interesting. On the men's side, it was excuse me, my filter. It was a win for Annabelle Simpson, I believe. If I can find her, it was. It was. Um, we were she's 113. Yeah, 113.40 5AC. So that's a great run from Annabelle. Um, and actually, considering she's gone, she ran like sub 16 for 5K, I would think she's got more time to find there at the half, but. Um, that's really impressive. Second place in the female results was, um, do you know, I know who third is, but I don't know who second is. Lauren Wilson, 118.27. Lauren, of course, being Edinburgh AC. And in third place, uh, Jen Wetton, 118.38, which is a great result for, a great result, a great performance from Jen. So well done to... Well done to all you who took part. Another race, I was saying it before about missing the 
the Scottish running scene, I would love to have lined up at Inverness on the weekend. I've, that was a PB race for me for quite a few years. Oh, was it? Ah, yeah. okay. It's the same for me. It was uh, it was a PB race too. But um, but yeah, alas, you know, I, I was actually considering doing it, but uh, it was I, I missed the deadline, and then you know I wasn't even going to do a race this weekend. It was just a long run, and here I am talking about a race. So. Uh, which is, you know, hugely, I'm hugely fortunate. I've got to say, um, you know, 10, I, I thought the standard of the Inverness half was very good. Um, you know, you had the top 10 were all 107 and in, in below. So, I mean, you're only separated, 10 runners are within within a minute of each other. The top 10 were almost in a minute, within a minute. Of, oh, I can't speak today. I really can't speak today. Jeez, oh, yeah, still got Disneyland in my head. Um, which which was really good. One other one other result I want not result, but two two people I want to shout out to in in, in this event was uh, one two people I'm coaching and, and helping out is the first one is Chris. Uh, where is he? Chris Urquhart. Uh So he's he's a you know local guy. Um, this was a train and run tune up for him. This is actually his first ever race. Um, wow! In, in, in he's, he's a huge talent, and he ran one thirteen oh seven, uh, and kept kept him under the radar. So great run from Chris. Uh, he faded a little bit in the last couple of miles, but really impressed by. How him. old is Chris? He's uh, how old are you? I don't know. I'll say how old are you, Chris? How old are you? Was he sat right next? <laughs> he's not going to answer back, is he? <laughs> I don't even know how old he is. He's I think he's about my age. He's like thirty four. Okay. But he comes All right, from wow. background. Um, but yeah, we try to focus on on a ten k for him. So yeah, a real a real kind of uh, break breakthrough in terms of running for Chris as well. So well done to to Chris and to Ian Tom as well, who got a you know PB in the the, the half marathon. Is a new age group of sixty five plus. So you got one thirty three as well. So well done to to Ian for a great run uh, especially as kind of his build with you know nickels and things like that so yeah awesome performances and I, I just think Inverness race is really good you know it's a it's a funny one because it's quite hilly it's not it's you know it goes up slightly then it comes down but I think that can suit some runners as well uh, yeah. other, I like other, it I like it for that very reason yeah yeah so other people kind of run better on that flat course uh for me i like to have a little bit of ups and downs to to mix it up a little bit as well so yeah good course and some really fast times as well so there you go um what else do we have then tom we, we've got what else do we have good question so it was also i think we're going back probably more than a week now but we weren't here last week so we've got the nairn 10k which fastest town in the north nairn Nern still up, still up top, up north, as Cal says. We we haven't, yeah. So we didn't capture this. So this was, um, yeah, sixth of March. So this is still relevant. So win for Max Abernethy, uh, Fraser Running Club, thirty-one fifty-one. He is really stepping up this year. Uh, yeah. James Wilson, second place, thirty-two fourteen. I think James also ran Inverness. So it's he, back, he, got back. A, he got a PB, one sub one ten, so one hundred nine for the first time. So wow, there yeah, you go. Uh, to James, to uh, Kenny, Kenny's brother. And he beat his clubmate uh, Ewan Davidson, who was third, 3217, sorry, on the chip. Um, that would have been a tight one. There. That, eh? Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out another male result, which is quite uh, impressive. Lucas Cairns, under 20, so 34.59. Yeah. So well done, Lucas. That's Indeed. really impressive. 
Yeah, Lucas. And he's, uh, he's Adam Baker. He 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 had a good run at Inverness, and I see he did a thirty-two twenty. Where is he? I don't know. He's got no club. <laughs> no club. Yeah, Adam. If you listen, or someone knows Adam. Adam Baker. Who are you? Pull the beans on who who Adam Baker is. Um, on the female side, it was a win for Katrina Fraser, thirty-six forty-seven. Second place in the female side was Sarah Atwood, who's also. A, um, well, I won't out her age. <laughs> it's a 3806 <laughs> Skying Locals running athletic club. Uh, and um, third place in the female results was Robin Pinder, Metro Aberdeen. Look at that, uh, Robin. 39.22. So well done, Robin. That's uh, that's well, She must be a new Metro member in the last year. That's uh, not a name I'm aware of. So that's, that's a great result. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's been certainly a lot of results starting to come through. Um, we also had the the calendar. Well, let's go back a little bit. There's a Smokies ten mile ladies race, uh, which I is, love that race. It's a, it's a hugely name. popular race. You laugh it? every time. <laughs> Smokies. It just doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't. Smokies. Uh, and yeah. Anyway, so there's a lot of people who run it. Eh? Yeah. Uh, in fact, is there 180? Well, maybe not. I thought there's more than that, but. Um, anyway, it's, it's definitely been a, a race that's been on the calendar for many years. But your first place, this is quite good because we don't actually have to separate the results. It's just... Yeah, the first woman. <laughs> yeah. The only so time like, that's ever happened before was when Nicola Gold beat you at the uh, <laughs> year and a half. You calm it. You calm yeah, it. That, was, that was before podcast. That was before Tartan Runners. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Spence, well done. 5AC, 105.20. Uh, Lindsay Fraser, Edinburgh Athletics Club, 106.31. And your third place goes to Kate McIntosh of Dundee Roadrunners, 107.50. So there you go. Very good. Uh, what else do we have? I so think there's that- another result going back to that weekend. I've just remembered it's not the notes, but I'm pulling up now because it came to mind. One that we should have talked about was the Alan Scally relays, which is... A We're not going to go... We're going to separate this bit... Uh, Lap times, chip times. Well, teams, let me. I've got. Team. We'll just go for more of a an overall talking about <laughs> the res, results and a couple of key wins. But the Allen Scallies, I haven't done it. Honestly, I'm a one and done on the Allen Scallies. I did it when I was at uni uh, because it's part of the Scottish Student Champs. It's just a. Gr- it's a really event. It's a great. Yeah. Just a great race. Um, and I've always wanted to get a metro team back down there, and we just never have. Everyone's always deep in marathon training or their own business. It's difficult enough to get people to go at the road relays, let alone for the. Alan Scallies, but yeah. it was a win. It's worth talking about it. It was a win for um, uh, Giffnick North AC, who won it yeah. with quite a young team. Um, Giffnick North? Giff- I, Giff- I know, amazing. So their their first leg was a, a name we've talked about in here, Slam Duncan Robinson. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, so he was on leg two. Um, uh, Kane Elliott was on leg... I know it's a bit... Not, and this is not very well... Um, let me, sorry about this. Here we go. Final results. That's it. I'm reading a, a description of it rather than actually looking at the results. Here we go. Much better. Anyway, so it was, it was Giffnick North who won it, which is, which is amazing and quite impressive for them. That's uh, especially when you consider the age of the team. Um, and the, the legs were Cameron Green, leg one, Duncan Robinson, leg two. Uh, Duncan is under under twenty. Cameron is under seventeen. Cameron Deverill, Deverill, uh, Deverill, sorry, on leg three. He's under seventeen. And then Ruben McDonald on leg four. He's under seventeen. Yeah, boy. And 
I mean, absolutely incredible. I mean, they beat Sterling Uni, who've got who lined up with Callum Phillip, Josh Woods, Hamis Hickey, and Alistair Marshall. Oh. So again, a youthful team, man, oh. and no, no, uh, no mugs there. And then third place was Fife AC, Ben Sanderlands, Owen Miller, Del Rey, and um, Reese Marshall. Which is so that's quite uh, that's quite cool. I'm trying to see if I can filter this out to women's teams. Uh, I'm gonna have to just eyeball it. I'm afraid. On the ladies' teams, um, it's all M's, it's all M's. I think it is a win for... I'm going to say, yeah, 5AC plus one, it's called. <laughs> Annabelle Simpson, Laura Gibson, Erin McFarlane, and Kerry Gibson. I, I think when you mentioned Annabelle Simpson there, uh, there was a tweet on Twitter that mentioned... Uh, I can't remember who even tweeted that. It could have been Ailish. Was it Ailish or Jenny Salmon? Oh, it's Jenny Salmon who tweeted that. That's right. 1539. She's in fire just now. 5K leg. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that that run plus um you know, uh-huh. as a first first race of, of the season. And you know, she's finished that off. She's topped that up with a 73-minute half marathon at Inverness, which wasn't that far away from uh, I think it was only 19 seconds outside the course record held by um is it the Kenyan athlete Kathy Mutwa? Uh, so, in, which was held in 2007. So, she's, I'm hugely excited to see what, what yeah. she's going to do this season. Well, sure. Uh, I mean, she's in dynamite form. Absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't be surprised to hear. I mean, ho- hopefully, Commonwealth uh, for 5,000 could be, could be on the cards for her. So, very impressive. Second place in the women's team, just to wrap that up. So, it was Glasgow and the Heron Hounds. I think Stephanie Tucker. Aufi Carr, pardon for that pronunciation, Claire Stewart, then Lynn McKenna, and the third ladies team was Christophan, Josie Golder, Kirsty McCauley, Sophie Collins, and Kristen, Kirsten Maxwell to round that out. So well done, everyone at that. I mean, Alan Scallies is amazing. 126 teams finishing. That's a huge number of teams, isn't it? Unbelievable. So four per team. I mean, that's a huge, uh, huge yeah. event. Absolutely oh. brilliant. And talking about big events uh, and, and big victories, Megan Keith, who, you know, as well as Annabelle Simpson, we just spoke about there, has been on the show. So if you want to listen to her, check her archives again, just have a listen to her, you know, her her kind of experiences and how she got into running. But Megan Keith was at the World Unis cross-country event in Portugal and uh, got a fifth place, which is remarkable. Uh, a great run from from Megan, and, and it was a ten k course. Obviously, she's Scottish under twenty champion, European under twenty champion. Uh, you know, just the list goes on. But one one thing I I think we should recognise in this is this is a World University cross country event. You think about like the British University champs, and that's. A hugely stacked field, like it's your the cream of the crop. And okay, it's your your universities and your colleges, and it's it's not necessarily everyone can take part in it. But you know, this is at world level university, and and you know anyone can go to university. Not anyone, but uh, in terms of age, you can you can be be a you can go to university at any age. So I think for Megan, that's that's a really promising result for her and um i think it just shows you how world class she is so yeah great run for megan well done and uh to top that off you know the north athletes are just on form tommy yeah holy Indeed. moly uh mary mclennan 
a great run from her at the Inter-Counties cross-country. Really, really win. And, and most notably, in, uh, it was her uh, her shoe came off. Her shoe came off in the course, and she's running with one shoe, and she still ended up beating everyone. Holy moly! It's uh, <laughs> I don't know how I don't know when it came off, but uh, yeah, that's how good she is. She can run with one shoe, and she can still beat the, her her uh, closest competitors as well. So well done to to Mai for another fantastic run there. So yeah, there's a lot of a huge talent in terms of endurance running certainly from the female side i've got to say uh in scotland at the moment so there you go Uh, well i think the only thing i was going to talk about and i put it in the results because i thought i would at least have something local to me but the paris half but actually i look at the results and nothing is interesting it's not even interesting (laughs) to me i don't recognize any local Langlaners, I don't recognise any big names in there, and I don't see any British names apart from some bloke who did the park on the day day before when I ran when we ran at an effort. So <laughs> we'll pass on the Paris semi. <laughs> what was the winning time? Uh, what, what, oof, I think it was just a shade over. Here we go. I've got it open. Not a shade over an hour, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Fair enough. It's- well, does, I mean, I, I would, I would say, as I've said this before, it's a good. I ran it last year, remember, as a sort of part of a long right. run. It was good, yeah. but I would, I still maintain, if you're going to do a race at that sort of distance in Paris, do the twenty k. And in fact, actually, I'm also lining up potentially in September, Paris Versailles, which is oh, supposed wow. to be quite cool. It's like uh, it's another one. It's like a classic random distance. Like I think it might be about nineteen k. It doesn't really yeah. mean much, but it's Paris like Eiffel Tower to the Versailles Palace. Oh. We're only interested if uh, if Fiona, Tom, uh, Momo, or Samira, Samira. Does, does any of the races in France. So there you go. That's uh, do you know? I wonder if Samira's entered for the the Surely she has. She'll be she'll, she'll be running surely. She, well, I think, well, she's probably well. She'll have qualified already for the ten k champ, so she may not need it as a warm up. Let me see if I can find a name. Does, 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 does Samira speak English? Uh. I, not bad. I, I'm, yeah, it's not not so bad. Is she going to come on the show then with Momo? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. There's a few other lads I think who who might be interested for banter, but right. not. But oh, no, I don't see Momo yeah. uh, on the list. We could get like a, a team Langland party, TRS team Langland party going. We could, do it. we could I could do it in French. That would be uh, <laughs> to try and crack the French market. God, my, that would be awful. Me doing a podcast in French. Do you know, do you know what? I uh, I messaged Josh Kerr uh, asking if you want to come on. I haven't heard back yet. So mm, fingers and fingers and toes crossed. Eh? Yeah. Well, that's uh. He's would be the, out. He he would be the, it would be the first. Out. It would be the first athlete to pie a Scottish athlete to, <laughs> to be too big for TRS. We've had a couple of big custom Talk, pies. Talking about. Nike, Nike athletes. Nike athletes, yeah. Nike athletes are not keen to get on TRS. No, no. fair enough. Must be after we slated Nike, I'm sure. It's nothing must, to do with the fact be. that we're just yeah. low-budget uh, nonsense. Nah, that's it, that's it. Well, Kyle, I think that's us then on, on results and whatnot. The last question for you is, who is TRS runner of the week? Oh, that's a good one. Well, I was going to say, um, you know, I mean, I was third at D33, uh, which, which isn't, you know, there's two people ahead of me, mind you, but uh, not in, in all seriousness. Uh, I, I mean, what was the result over the weekend that's impressed you the most? That's a good one. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I want as I've got to. I don't want to be giving it to 
Mally or um or Megan every week. I think we've got to kind of spread the love a wee bit, you know. Uh, and and I, and I don't. I also don't think it has to be based on the fastest time. No, I don't but, either. But one thing, but but this week I, I was hugely impressed by Annabelle Simpson's run. Yeah, but, uh, you know she hasn't been in, been showing any any kind of results or uh, for a while, and and you know it was like where is she? What's she doing? And uh, and for her to run a seventy three minute half, um, and also to. You know, I know, I know. Obviously, the Alan Scally, it's maybe not necessary. I don't know if it's exactly five k. I don't know if it's been measured, but I'm sure it's pretty accurate. And for her to, to run that, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, for her, and to you run know, it, even if it's even if it's like a couple of seconds out, fifteen yeah. thirty nine is red, red hot. I think we, for me personally, it would be Annabelle Simpson, but it's a two way thing, Tommy. So what's what's what would you say? Is anyone else you want to throw throw in the works there? Uh, do you know I, that was my gut feeling? I was trying to, I was in terms of being critical, I was trying to think what, why wouldn't I give it to Annabelle? And I, I can't see any reason why not. I mean, I was there's a few results I was impressed with. I thought good on Sean Chammers after what two weeks, two weeks, two weeks after Civil Marathon, maybe three weeks that he, he laced up again for a half. But we, we already used that logic for Johnny Glenn running the Aye. national. So I would say to Sean, great job, Sean. I'll, Sean's a good lad, but. Why weren't you at the national like Johnny? <laughs> that's the feedback that he would <laughs> yeah, get. So uh, I think Annabelle Simpson. I think that's very, very well very deserved. Good. Well, Annabelle Simpson, you are the TRS. Who's also been on? T- who's also been on TRS? So again, exactly. head back to the archives there. Listen, if you want to hear Annabelle when she came on TRS, right. oof, must have been mid lockdown. Sean's been on it. Everyone's been on it. Holy yeah, moly! No, we're, not, we're running out of. Uh, we need to start <laughs> looping back. Guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're just going to have to give it a free for all. Anyone wants to turn, let's, you know, come on and chat gibberish about, any, about anything related to running remotely would be hugely appreciated. But, uh, but yeah, and, you know, on that note, if, if you have got any feedback, um, any constructive feedback, then please let us know. If there's any guests that you want to get on, please let us know. If there's anyone or even any topic topic that you want us to chat about any rants we haven't had a rant for a while if you want to throw us a rant or or you know a, a topic of debate then definitely let us know and you can get us by uh, getting us on facebook messenger uh twitter twitter handles generally quite quite uh, in, engaging uh, f- thanks to tommy there and uh, also email tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com you can also get us there as well so other than that, what's the uh, plans for the next week or so for you, Tommy? Well, racing on Sunday. Yeah, of course. And apart from that, that's, uh, that's about it, actually. We've got, uh, yeah, racing on Sunday. So recapping that next week. And the rest of it is business as usual here. Went to see the I Batman don't... yesterday, which was thoroughly enjoyable. I'm going to oh, see it? Which was very good. This week, we're going, actually, on Thursday night, we're going to, as a, a, a using a Christmas present Fiona got for me, we're going to see... A birthday present, sorry. We're going to see Gladiator, uh, but it's uh, on a big screen, but there's an orchestra in a oh, really? pit oh, in front yes. of it playing all the music, so that'd be class. Um, oh. I don't know if oh. it's in French or not. I'm, I hope it's in English, but if it's in French, it'll be a long couple of hours. That's <laughs> the listeners want to know when the next, uh, you know, when when the, the, the first episode of a French-only TRS uh, the episode's going to come out. That'll be... Yeah, that would be awful listening. I mean, I, I I would say half the meetings I do in work are in French, and it's just <laughs> when I have to when I have to speak in French. 
<laughs> you honestly, it's like I've got. It's really made me realize how ignorance is the wrong word, but I, I really think Brits we have it so easy. It's you've got. I work with French, Norwegian. I mean, yeah. so different nationalities. And they all speak English fluently, and they go, "Oh, my English is not very good." I'm like, "Oh my god." You must think, you think of, I can't even imagine what they, how they judge me in my. <laughs> it's definitely not as uh, bad as mine then. That's for sure. But yeah, you're right. Bien sûr. Brilliant. Well, other than that then, well, thanks for listening again, folks. And you will potentially have a, a, a guest on next week. We're not going to reveal who it is, but it's a uh, boy or oh boy. It's a, it's a big one. So there you go. Here's Ali McIver. And that's a wrap.